Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I'm excited for today's episode because I'm going to be talking about what I am dubbing as the beautiful exchange. And so it's just been a message that's been stirring on my heart for a while about what Christ gives us in place of what he takes from us. And we know that the Bible says that God gives and he takes away. And I think a lot of times we look at the things that he asks us to give up, whatever that might be for us individually. Um, It could look different for each of us. I think there are certain things that God definitely requires that we all give up, but there, you know, sometimes are, are things that are just more individualized for us and what he asks us to lay down. And I think a lot of times we look at that and we feel like we're being slighted or we're being gypped when God asks us or requires of us to give something up. And so I just think about different points in my life where that's happened. I remember when I first got saved that I was just sitting on my bed and I think I was like reading my Bible and praying or whatever. And the Holy Spirit really drew me to this rack of CDs back in the day when we used to actually listen to CDs. I know a lot of people still do, but I use Spotify. But anyway, <laughs> I remember the Holy Spirit drawing my attention to my rack of CDs. And he was like, what is in the content of that music you're listening to? And I was like, uh, sex, drinking, you know, sinful things. I mean, I like the beat of the music. That's the excuse we use a lot of times with music is like I just like the way the music sounds and I'm not even listening to the lyrics but the reality is one we're supporting an industry that is full of um, just darkness and sinful things regardless of if we're not you know we're only listening to it for the beat Um, and whether we believe it or not or realize it when we're listening to that, we're putting it in our mind. It's it's going into our mind and our heart, whether we want it to or not, whether we're listening to it just because we like the music or not. And I remember the Holy Spirit really prompting me, like, are you willing to give that music up? And I was like, yep. And music, music has always been something that's really important to me. I, I've invested a lot of money in music um, as a teenager and obviously not even having a job, whatever money I did get, I would buy, buy music with it. And so that was a big sacrifice for me. And so I remember loading up all of those CDs and pitching them, getting rid of them. And honestly, at that point, I didn't even know that Christian music was a thing. I really had, was super, super naive as far as Christian music industry or that there was actually Christian rap music and Christian hip hop and Christian country and Christian pop. Like, because I, I love most genres of music. There's some that I don't care for. But but I remember giving that up and not even knowing that there was something better that God had for me. And so through that um, process, I God just really opened my eyes to a whole new world of music. And that there was music that, you know, fit the taste and style that I like. 
and it had more wholesome lyrics. And I think a lot of times maybe Christian music gets a bad rap for being corny or cheesy or, oh, all they're doing is singing about God or whatever. There's some good music out there. And so if that's something you've never really explored, please feel free to reach out to me if you're looking for an alternative um, music to what you're listening to now, something with a better message. And I can pretty much hook you up with about any style that you're looking for. Um, this is something that I'm, like I said, I'm super passionate about. I love music and just felt like God has really restored and blessed me better than I ever had before as far as music. And I've been able to meet a lot of my favorite Christian artists and go to a lot of concerts and just God has really, really blessed that. I feel like he really honored that obedience that I um, had very early on in my walk. And I think about this meme that was floating around on, on social media for a while. You guys may have seen it, but it's a picture of Jesus. And behind his back is this giant teddy bear. And there's a girl in front of him with this tiny little raggedy looking teddy bear. And he's holding his one hand out to her. And he's got the teddy, the giant teddy bear behind his back. And he's holding that out. And he's like, will you give that to me? And she's like, you know, she's looks sad because she doesn't want to give her little teddy bear to Jesus, but yet she doesn't realize that what's behind his back is even better and bigger and greater than what she's giving up. And I think about that image because that is us a lot of times when, when God asks us to lay something down. And like I said, that's something that you would have to, you know, seek the Lord and allow the Holy Spirit to reveal that to your heart as far as what that looks like in your life. But Whatever that is that he asks us to lay down, it's always because there's something better. And he knows the end from the beginning and he sees the bigger picture. When a lot of times we only have a couple pieces of the puzzle, he sees that picture on the box, you know, like the puzzle box. He knows what the image is going to look like when it's done. And sometimes we only have a couple pieces of the puzzle and we're like, we don't see how that, how that fits into the grand scheme of our lives but he does. And so we can trust him. He's He is worthy of being trusted. And he is someone who we can trust because he's trustworthy and know that if he ever calls us to lay something down, it's always because it's, it's our best interest. Um, yeah. So I want to read a scripture in Isaiah 61. And then just share something that I feel like the Lord revealed to me a couple days ago while I was in prayer. And it's called, um, what I, I called it, the beautiful exchange. And I'll read that in a minute. But I want to read Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. And it is a prophecy. The book of Isaiah is a book of prophecy. And it is, my title in my Bible is called The Good News of Salvation. And this is talking about Jesus well before he ever came to the earth. This is a prophecy concerning him and his life. And so anyway, I'm going to read it. And it's Isaiah 61, 1 through 3 is what I'm going to read. It says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion. And then this is the part that I really want to highlight um, concerning the beautiful exchange and just hear these words of what he gives in exchange for what he takes. 
It says to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And so God was showing me a few days ago while I was in prayer that he is removing from our midst things that don't belong. And he's restoring things to us that we should have always had and that he wants and desires for us to have in our lives. So this is um, a list of what I wrote down during that time of prayer. And this list could be added to very, very much so. This is just a, a short list of things that he wants to remove from our lives that don't belong there anymore. And so I'm going to go ahead and read that. Depression, sadness, hopelessness, joylessness, old wineskins, critical hearts, anxiety, apathy, suicidal thoughts, binding chains, brokenness, works of the flesh, enemy lies, pressure to perform, religion, offense, hurts, bitterness. And honestly, this list is so short compared to like, there's so many things that God wants to remove from our lives, things that harm us or or hinder us from walking and living in our best life that we could. And so ask the Lord personally to show you if there are things in your life that are there that he wants to remove and, and he will remove. He has the power to and he just you just have to let him. And so I encourage you to do that. And then I have he is restoring the joy of our salvation, hope, gladness of heart, purpose for living, repentance, purity, a right dividing of the word of truth, humility, fervency in prayer, pursuit of holiness, new wineskins, healing and wholeness, and fruits of the Spirit. So I hope that this encourages you, and I'm believing that it, that it will, and just, I encourage you just to take some time, even today, um, when you put your kids to bed or you have a moment uh, when the days settle down a little bit, just to sit in his presence. That's kind of been a reoccurring uh, word in my heart lately is parking in his presence, just pausing in his presence, um, being willing just to sit still. And I think a lot of times we are such a busy culture, busy society that it's easy to just go, go, go. And I can say that for myself because I like being busy. I like having things on my calendar. I like having appointments and things that I'm doing. And um, a lot of times I think, you know, that's what makes me accomplished is the more, the more I'm doing and the more I'm getting done. But we have to be willing to take time to just park in his presence and turn on worship music or sit in silence sometimes and just allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us and, and show us because he is such a good God and it's just such a an honor and a privilege that I don't want to take for granted that the God of the universe, the God who literally spoke things into existence, the God who breathed stars into existence, that he wants to spend time with me. And that's that's beautiful. I, I honestly, I want to end this podcast just so I can go spend time with him because it's such a privilege. And to know that there's never a time of day that he's not willing to incline his ear to us, that he's always wanting to spend time with you. And so I encourage you to do that and just ask him to show you if there's anything in, in your life that you've been holding on to or something that maybe you didn't even realize that is 
maybe holding you down, whether that's, like I said, depression or hopelessness, anxiety, sadness, whatever, whatever that is that he wants to take from you to remove from your midst and to replace it with something better. So I'm going to go ahead and close this episode out in prayer. I just want to pray for you guys and pray that you're having an amazing day and that you're just feeling his presence near wherever you're at um, when you're listening to this. So yes, let's pray. Father God, I thank you for every single listener on this podcast, anyone who will tune in to listen to this. God, I pray that you continue to work in my life and that you work in their lives, Lord, and that you show us if there are things that we're holding on to or things that are have weaseled their way into our lives, God, that, that you want to take away. God, we always want to have open hands for you to take things away from our midst that don't belong and then to put things in our midst that you desire that are for our very best. God, we just declare that we trust you. God, we trust you and your love for us, Lord. I just thank you that you love us with an everlasting love. And that your banner over us is love, God. And that we can trust that you have our best interest in mind. Lord, I just pray that we would continue to draw closer to you, God. That you would fill us with an insatiable hunger for your word. Lord, a hunger to be in your presence, Lord. And I just pray that every single person listening, and myself included, would find time, make time, if we have to, to park in your presence to just sit still and receive from you and to hear your heart, God. We know that prayer is always a two-way street. It's not just us coming with a list of things that we want from you, God. We want to be people that seek your face and not just your hand. So, Lord, I pray that you would continue to do a mighty work in each of our lives. God, continue to draw us closer to you. God, and we know that as we draw near to you, that you draw near to us. You promise that. So I just thank you for who you are, your faithfulness and your love, your grace and your mercy. You are so good. In Jesus' name, amen.